Welcome. Thank you for choosing to listen to another word-filled message by David Entry. Preaching is the means by which God manifests his word and nourishes our spirits. May the life of God enter into you and you as you listen to this message. Be blessed. Wonders of praise. Praise does amazing things. I spoke in the previous days about how genuine praise is supposed to be God-focused, how genuine praise is supposed to be out, born out of faith, and then how genuine praise is supposed to be with understanding. And I also spoke about how genuine praise is expressive. It's expressed. You express, express, okay? So how, if you have genuine praise, you can't sit on it. You, it will show. Hallelujah. It will show. See, when, when you have genuine praise, it will show. You can't say you have praise in your heart and no one knows. You can't say that because when you have praise to God, for some reason, it will show. It will show in your attitude. It will show in the way you sing. It will show in your church attendance. It will show in the way you express yourself in church when it's time for praise. Mm. Say hallelujah. hallelujah. And then I also said that genuine praise, besides it being based on faith, understanding, besides genuine praise is being expressive, I also said that genuine praise is a choice. Genuine praise is a choice. And, and I also added to it that genuine praise is provoked by joy. It sits on joy. Okay. In other words, not suppresses your joy, but on the platform of joy. You can't praise God genuinely when there's no joy. So the enemy, what he does is sometimes he'll fight you, he'll frustrate you. There are times you want to come to church, all of a sudden you feel like, I don't want to go again. The devil attacks your joy to take away your praise. Because you can't give God genuine praise without joy. And the Bible makes us to understand that the joy of the Lord is our strength. When you have joy, the devil can't keep you down. So Paul in prison, can you imagine? Paul, Apostle Paul, he was in prison and he wrote one of the prison letters, prison epistles. He wrote to those who are not in prison is that rejoice again and again I say rejoice. Philippians chapter 4 verse 4. He said rejoice again and again I say rejoice. You have to rejoice. He says that I will joy in the Lord. And so for praise to flow, Bible talks about how with, with joy you will draw out water from the well of salvation. In Isaiah, it takes joy to tap into what God has reserved for you. So if the enemy attacks your joy, he's definitely going to slow your miracle. The devil gets confused when something, he hits you with an attack, and yet you are still joyful. It is called the peace that passes understanding. You are joyful. Joy comes from within. So for praise to be genuine, it must also be Joy-based. Hallelujah. Amen. And I spoke about when you have praise, expression of praise, we express praise through singing. We express praise because praise is not private. It's public. Even though you can have privately praising God, but praising is in, in its nature is public. That's why the Bible says that let everything that has breath praise the Lord. And the Bible says that praise the Lord in the midst of the congregation. Hallelujah. So praise is expressed through singing. Through dancing, through dancing. So when we come to church, what we do here is different from what they do at the party or the nightclub. Don't confuse the two. They may look similar in the sense that there is music. Maybe you have a party, you invite live band. And the live band comes to play and everybody is banding or dancing. 
is different from what we experience when we come to church and it looks like we also have live band and people are dancing. They are two different things. Hallelujah. And so, when we come to church and we dance, it's an expression of praise. You are telling God, Igwe, you are the king. There's nobody like you. I am praising you with all my strength. You are my king. You alone are worthy. You alone deserve all the praise. You don't have to do anything else. You are worthy. Your worth is not determined by how I feel. Your worth is determined by who you are. And God, as I dance, I'm dancing with that in mind. You are my king. You deserve the glory. You deserve the praise. Now praise is expressing dancing. So when you come to church and you are dancing, you are not showing what you got or showing... How, how good a dancer you are, but you are, you are showing how praiseful and how genuinely thankful and appreciative you are of God. Someone say hallelujah. hallelujah. And so it's expressed in dancing and in shouting, in clapping. When we clap, we, we praise God through clapping and we can praise God with the instruments. Hallelujah. And I went on to talk about now quickly the wonders of praise. I said last week that what praise can do, what was the first one I said? The first thing I said is that praise will strip you of pride. It will help you to stay out of pride. In other words, praise will keep you humble. Because when you come into the God's presence and you begin to give him praise, and you are giving him praise, your mind, your focus becomes him. He becomes your focus. Actually, your focus shifts from self to him. From self to him. So in the midst of praise, he is the object. And you don't matter. You don't matter. You don't matter in the sense that it's not about you. Yeah, in James chapter 4, verse 14 and 15, how man, your life is like a vapor. Go to the verse 4, yeah. Whereas you do not know what will happen. Okay, verse, verse, verse 13. Let me just pick it from there. Come, come now, you say, today or tomorrow we will go to such and such a city. Spend a year there, buy and sell and make profit. That's what new human thinking is. Go to the next verse. Verse 4, he said, whereas you do not know what will happen tomorrow. Well, you are beginning already planning for tomorrow. I will do this, I will do this. You don't know. So why? Because what is your life? You can go anytime. Haven't you been in a situation? I'll meet my friend, I'll meet you. And you are going for a very important meeting. Very important. Or you are going, traveling. Very important flight. And you get stuck on the motorway. Traffic. How restricted we are. What can you do? No one has the final say. So when you say, tomorrow I'll do this, go back to the screen. Tomorrow, to the text please. Tomorrow I'll do this. So he said, what is your life? It is even a vapor that appears for a little time and vanishes away. So we are all on our way vanishing. Some of you, your classmates, some of them don't even remember you at all. You vanish from their memories. The company you were killing yourself for last five years. Trying to win all the company awards. And they say you are the best, you are the best. After you left, after you got upset or something, you left. They are moving on. They don't even remember you. Why? You are like a vapor. (laughs) What is your life? We are like a vapor. So when you come into God's presence and you begin to praise him, it helps you to remember that you are what? Like a vapor. It keeps you humble. It keeps you humble. There have been incidents where someone is going for an interview. She was in office. But like vapor, who's, he who watches over you will not sleep, nor slumber. Like vapor. So when you come to church, <laughs> when you come to church and you begin to, you know, there are sometimes certain people die and it's shocking. Yes. But there are some other people, they die and it's shocking. Yes. 
this young man, how come? It is shocking. It is shocking. Human beings, babies die. Babies die. People, old men die. Old women die. Young men die. So human beings by nature are so fragile. See, when you have a heart of gratitude, then it doesn't matter what happens. You can always thank God because that is the Bible said, this is the will of God for you. Shout hallelujah. So when you praise God, it helps you to be humble. So praise will keep you humble. Say hallelujah. And then I spoke about how praise as well. I like this one. Praise brings the presence of God. When you praise him, he guarantees his presence. Let me rush through this because it's the last part. When you, oh, I spoke, the third, I think I spoke maybe three points last week. The third point is when you praise God, he takes over your battles. When you praise God, he said, okay, I'll take over now. He takes over, fights for you, and messes up your enemies. I said it the other time, if you praise God, your enemies are not safe. When you praise God, your enemies are not safe. Because God descends on them. And Bible says none of them escaped. Listen, human beings, sometimes we have issues with one another. And someone, you may be angry with someone, and you may become someone's enemy. But please, choose your enemies very carefully. (laughs) Don't choose to be an enemy to someone who is praising God. Because you won't escape. You won't like what will happen to you. In the same way, choose to be a praiser. Your enemies will turn into your friends at, at best for them. In their own interest, they will turn into your friends. Other than that, they are on their way down without, beyond recovery. Amen. You see, these things are not just mere words. These are biblical principles. Someone, why don't you engage in it and see? God said, give me the tithe and see if I will not open the windows of heaven. Just put his word into action. Praise, praise him and see if he will not show up. Someone is trying to take your husband away. Don't worry. Just begin to praise God. They are in trouble. They are in trouble. Once the person gets very seriously unwell and stays in hospital more than two weeks, they will be, we begin to reconsider their decision. <laughs> Shout hallelujah. So when you praise God, he fights your battles for you. How many of you believe that? God will fight for you. Because when, when you praise him, you, the reason why he fights your battle for him is because he gets stirred up. You stir up God in praise and no enemy will escape. Number four, when we praise God, diverse miracles happen. Diverse miracles happen. Psalm 50 verse 23. Let's look at Psalm 50 verse 23. It says that whoever offers praise glorifies me. Whoever offers praise, that's what? I can't hear you. So when you praise God, what are you doing? I can't hear you. So when you praise God, you are glorifying him. Okay. Whoever offers praise glorifies me. And he went on to say that, and unto him who orders his his conduct aright, I will show the salvation of God. God will begin to show you his salvation. He does some strange things in your life once you praise him. He's ordering your conversation arise there, or uh, your conduct arise. In other words, doing what you have to do right. Just doing it. So, sister, just praise him. Brother, just praise him. And he said, anyone who does it because you know you have to do it, and you, you want to do it, you, you choose to do what you have to do, he said, God said, I will show you my salvation. There, there's a text in Acts chapter 16, verse 25, from verse 18 downwards. Where Paul and Silas, they went and cast out a devil. 
They cast out a devil. And they were arrested for doing that good. They were arrested for doing ministry. And they were put in prison unfairly, unjustly, without trial. They just threw them into prison. And if it was you and I, you stay in prison, cry. God, why should you allow this to happen to me? This is unfair. God, I'm not happy. I can't even pray. How, how can I be found in this thing? What did I do to merit this? Who did anything to merit, merit being born by their parents? You should have said, I should have, I should have I merit being born by the queen. They, they did not complain. Bible said they were put in prison unfairly doing the work of God. They were busily doing the work of God, but they ended up in prison. Life happens like that sometimes. You'll be busily doing what you have to do, but guess what? They praise God, and, and they, they, were, they weren't doing God's work, and guess what, what paid they got for prison? But Bible said, put it on the screen now, but at midnight, say but at midnight. Verse 25, but at midnight, say at midnight. Midnight is when everything looks dark. When everything looks gloomy. But at midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God. And the prisoners were listening. They thought, oh, who, who has brought the sound system here? <laughs> Give me King James. But at midnight, I wonder King James. But at midnight, Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises unto God. They sang praise unto God, and the prisoners heard them. You see, I told you, praise is public. People will know it. You can't, you can't keep it. And the prisoners said, they go to the next verse. Verse 26 says that, and suddenly there was a great earthquake so that the foundations of the prison were shaken, and immediately all the doors were opened and everyone's bands were loosed. Praise. Praise brings miracles. Whatever is trying to keep you in prison is about to give way as you praise God. Whatever is trying to keep your financial life in prison is about to give way. Whatever is trying to keep your marital life in prison is about to give way. Whatever is trying to keep your health in prison is about to give way. Whatever is trying to keep you in prison is about to give way as you praise God. The chains are about to fall. I see the chains falling. I see the chains falling. Someone's chains are falling. In the name of Jesus, shout hallelujah. Shout hallelujah. Praise does wonders. When you praise God, God descends to do miracles. When you praise God, you may be believing God for a child. Sister, praise God. And I guarantee you, it won't take long. Bible says that, and suddenly, it takes place suddenly. When you praise God, when you bless God, you praise God, your blessings are preserved. Number five, your blessings are preserved. Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verse 14. Let's look at that. Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verse 14. It says in my Bible, I, I, know, I know that whatever God does, it shall be forever. Nothing can be added to it and nothing can be taken from it. God does it that men should fear before him. So when God does this, it, can, it shall be forever. But it takes praise to endorse it. All right. In the book of, this is a very powerful text I'm going to show you. Malachi chapter 2 verse 2. Look at Malachi. Listen, that new job you have got, keep praising God. Keep praising God. That new car you've got. Malachi chapter 2 verse 2. If you will not hear, 
And if you will not take it to heart to give glory to my name, says the Lord of hosts, I will send a curse upon you. And I will curse what? Hey, the, the blessing I brought you, I will curse the thing. Why? Why? He gave the condition. He said, if you do not hear, you do not hear, and if you do not take it to heart to give glory to my name, you must take it to heart that me, come what me, I will give glory to the king. I will give glory to God. He said, if you do not do that, the Lord said that I will send a curse upon you and I will curse your blessing. Yeah, I, I have cursed them already because you don't take it to heart. Every blessing has some bile inside. It is the praise that will remove it skillfully out. Shout hallelujah. So, so when you come to church and you are praising God, you are, praising, you are just preserving your blessings. So that you can live long to enjoy it well without inhibition. Haven't you heard somebody say that? And God gave me a new job. And God opened a door for me. And that job, after a while, became his nightmare or her nightmare. The worst. Of, haven't you heard someone say, I've got a scholarship. I'm going for a conference overseas. And he goes to enjoy this play. See, so, so every blessing, usually there is something that can affect the enjoyment of the blessing. But the, the point is that every, nothing in life is perfect. But as you praise God, he keeps his presence in the blessing and sustains the blessing for you. I see your blessings being sustained. I see your blessings being sustained. I see your blessings being sustained. And number six, when you praise God, he raises you. You rise. Say, I'm rising. Do you know why, why David rise? I can't look at Psalm 92 verse 1. It says that, uh, uh, it talks about it's a good thing to praise God. And then when you go to the verse 12, Psalm 92, verse 12 of Psalm 92, can you put it on the screen for us to read it out together? Psalm 92, verse 12, it says in my Bible, the righteous shall flourish like a palm tree. He, He shall grow like a cedar in Lebanon. Okay, so you flourish. But look at the text. It started verse one, started talking about praising God in verse one. So praise qualifies you. Praise makes you get a raise in life. Praise makes you flourish. Say amen. amen. Pray, you know why David flourished? David didn't come down because he was an addicted praiser. Look at Psalm. Let me show you something. In Psalm, Psalm 55 verse 17, put that on the screen very fast for us. Psalm 55 verse 17, those of you writing, you can write that down. And then when we finish, we are going to look at Psalm 119 verse 164. Psalm 55, let's all read it out from the screen. Let's go. Oh, I can't hear you. And at noon, I'll pray. And cry aloud, and he shall hear my voice. Wait, one more time. How many times? Three times. What are the times? Morning, afternoon. Evening, morning, and noon. How many times? Three times. Said, I will do what? Pray. So that, that, that makes us to understand that David was praying three times a day. At least he was praying three times a day. But look at Psalm 119 verse 164. Psalm 119, verse 164. Let's read it out together. Hey! Did you see that? How many times? A week. A day. But he said, I will praise you seven times a day. So his, his praise superseded his prayer. No wonder there, nothing could pull him down. 
Nothing could bring him down. When you praise God, you only post for raise. When you praise God, there's no way you can come down. So one of the wonders of praise is it raises you. When, when Saul's daughter was, was accusing David of praising God, David said, it's God who chose me before your father. It's the God behind my promotion. He's the one I'm praising. Listen, when we come to church and we are praising, whatever day it is, and the service starts praising, please, when you are praying, remember that God is the one who is promoting you in life. He's the one behind your promotion. The promotion that is coming, the breakthrough that is coming, it's God that is behind it. And as you praise him, know that he's able to do it all. You do it with that in mind. Because when you praise God, he raises you. Amen. It doesn't matter who doesn't like you. It doesn't matter the, the mistakes you made in life. Praise qualifies you for a raise. Praise qualifies you for a raise. And I see somebody being raised in the name of Jesus. And then number seven, when you pray, oh, I like this one. Psalm 67 verse 5. Psalm 67 verse 5 to 7. When you praise God, it provokes harvest. Some of us, I know quite a few of us have written some exams in the past. Or we have some certificates. But you are not seeing the harvest. Do you understand what I'm saying? You, you, you studied and studied and did this course, or you invested so much into a business, and still the business is still not, has not been started crawling. And for five years, for two years, for three years, for ten years, the business is still crawling. You have invested and you have not seen harvest. Once you begin to praise God, Psalm 67 verse 5, said, let, people, let the people praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. Go to the next verse. Then the earth shall yield her increase God, our God, shall bless us. When you praise God, the earth begins to give you the increase. When you praise God, said, this is how I like studying my Bible. The first word in that text, that verse, what's the word? What's the word? What's the word? So he's talking about what he said. He said, let this happen, then this will happen. So verse 5 says that, "Let let all the people praise you. Let the people praise you. Let all. How many? Let all the people praise you. He said, then the earth shall yield. So if you don't praise, the earth is not authorized to yield the increase. Then your certificate will begin to bring you the increase. Then the labors you have invested in this this business, in this career, the labors, the investments you have made in in your ministry, the investments you have made, then all of a sudden you begin to see increase. Listen, if you are not seeing increase, praise God. Start praising God. Engage praise. Change the gear to praise. If you are not seeing increase, change the gear to praise. And when you praise God, harvest is on its way. When you praise God, harvest is on its way. When you praise God, harvest is on its way. This week, someone is going to bump into harvest. Someone is going to bump into bumper harvest. I don't know who I'm talking to, but that person is here. You are about to bump into bumper harvest. This week, as you praise God, I see your harvest coming. As you praise God, I see your harvest coming. As you praise God, I see your harvest coming. If you believe it, lift up your hand and shout, praise the Lord. Quickly, quickly, let me give you this one quickly. When you praise God, you enjoy protection. Okay? You enjoy protection. Bible says that it is a good thing to give God thanks. Did you know that? We just read it, Psalm 92, verse 1. It's a good gift. But First Peter chapter 3, verse 13 says that, who will harm you when you are doing what is good? Did you see that? Let's all read it from the screen. Let's read it out. Let's go. Some of you are not reading. Is it okay? Let's all read it out loud. Let's go. Harm you if you become followers of that which is good. Bible says it is a good thing to praise God. And so if you begin to praise God, you are protected. You are protected. The Bible says that if you praise God, you are protected. 
When you praise God, when you give him praise, you enjoy divine security. You can't be praising God and be going down, become vulnerable and become a victim. Praisers don't become victims. Praisers don't become victims. They are victors. And as you praise God this morning, this week will be a victorious week. This week will be a victorious week. This month will be a victorious month. The coming month will be a victorious month. Shout hallelujah. Saul wanted to kill David. When David was vulnerable, he, David would be playing, praising, and the Spirit of God will come. But Saul hated David. He, he took a javelin, tried to throw it at him, tried to pin him to the wall. But David, for some reason, will always escape. Saul, the king, targeted to kill this guy, but he never died. Why? Because he was a praiser and he was enjoying divine protection. And that will be your testimony. You and your household, your children will not become victims of gun crime. Your children will not become victims of gun crime. In the name of Jesus Christ. The last one, which most of you will like very much. Okay, let me mention your own comments. Let me mention it. Number, number, what, number nine, you, you, when you praise God, you, you are in power. Power is when you, you are in control. You are in power. Number ten, when you praise God, you are decked with beautiful garments. You look glorious. Praise will make your destiny shine. Okay? So you are decked with Beautiful garments. Isaiah 61 verse 3. When you praise God, you become like decked with beautiful garments. You become like a covenant celebrity. When you celebrate God, he makes a celebrity out of you in life. And the last one, number 11. Oh, there are 13. Number, let, me give you, let me give you number 11. The last one I will say that. Revelation. When you praise God, you have revelations. Sometimes in the midst of prayer, God gives you ideas. Business ideas. Wisdom, how to do things. And then, okay, let me give you the last one. Finally, that's the last one. I know you, you should like it. Because we, we, we kind of charismatic believers like this one very much. When you praise God, you silence the devil. <laughs> Shout hallelujah. Shout hallelujah. When you praise God, you silence the devil. We are going to take our five minutes to give God wild praise. Wild praise. Please, when we start praising... The praise, has ex- praise is expressive. When you are praising, remember God is taking over your battle. I taught you that at time, when you praise God, you hand over. You, praise is a weapon, or praise is a means by which we hand, we transfer the battle from our hands into God's hands. Yeah. All right? Don't go and fight. Just praise God and hand, let Him take over the battle. That court case, praise God. Mm-hmm. As you praise God, God takes. We are going to praise God, and when we praise God, the wonders of praise will kick in your life. Your blessings shall be preserved. Promotion is coming to someone. Miracles are coming to someone. Divine protection is coming to someone. Revelation is coming to someone. Open heaven is coming to someone. Is someone ready to praise the Lord? Is someone ready to praise the Lord? Thank you for listening to this message by David Entry. To hear more from David Entry, Follow him on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. You can also subscribe to Caris Church on YouTube. Don't forget to share and subscribe to our podcast so you're always up to date. Be blessed.